Hi, Reed. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm fine. Cool. What you got going on today? Mm, nothing much. Nothing much. Okay. <laughs> what is today is uh, is is a day. Yep. Explain. Um, I turned twenty today. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> it's it's a it's a season of birthdays. Mom, mom. Well, oh, well, well, yeah, yeah. You know, your mother <laughs> just turned. A, another okay i wasn't gonna say but oh i didn't okay I, I don't think it's a secret but i wasn't gonna make a big deal of it okay and and a month before that i turned 50 yeah and you're 20 yeah so for whatever reason we all lined up in that what will we call it decadal decade kind of event yeah yeah so <laughs> so here we are in this monumental moment i yeah. guess um that's fun and um and also you've got a <laughs> i like to phrase it this way you've got a court date yeah in uh an hour and a half yeah yeah that's a big day Mm-hmm. it's kind of fun just letting it hang there like oh you yeah have a court date you want to explain that um well, I've got a lawyer and I need to go before a judge <laughs> and they're going to ask me questions yeah. and I'm nervous about it. Yeah. But I asked for it, so it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to explain more? You want to oh. just let the listener like try to imagine what criminal history you might have? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, it'll be a big day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right in with your theories. Yeah. Or maybe I'll put in the, the program notes. Because by the time this is posted, then the outcome of that hearing will Hopefully have been be done. determined. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, like right then and there, I th that's kind of what I was I imagining. I think so. Like, like, I think I get, like, the judge will sign off on my paperwork yeah for my transfer to federal prison no and then <laughs> um no i'm getting my name and gender marker hopefully changed so on your birth certificate on my birth certificate so so that's a big deal yeah and then then we'll go out for sushi for dinner yeah and have cake and ice cream and have cake Kind of nice that it all lined up that way, I think. Yeah. When you didn't plan it that way. They just kind of... No, they just said, here is your court date. Show up. And I said, okay. Okay. Happy 20th birthday. Yeah. And it was. I was like, I'll already have the day off of work then. Yeah. Hopefully. And then... Everything just kind of goes together. Out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we won't talk about feelings, but I can tell you're nervous. I'm fine. Yeah. Good. That's the spirit. <laughs> nice. In case in case the judge has any question about you being a, a Johnston boy. Yeah. That will settle it. Keep all my feelings right here. Yep. And then one day I'll die. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whose line is that? John Mulaney. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That guy. Oh, we could do a review of John Mulaney sometime. That'd be fun. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. So a few uh, program. No- oh, good luck, by the way. Oh, thank you. I think it'll go just fine. Yeah. We'll be there right behind you. Yeah. It's a lot of yes or no questions. Like, are you a sex offender? No. Good answer. And then, are you changing this for any fraudulent reasons? No. Good answer. And then, so, yeah. Yeah, it should be Which, straightforward. Which, I don't know how many people they catch out with that. Yeah, I don't really understand. Like, <laughs> you know, if I impersonate someone of a different... If I go to all of this trouble, then maybe I'll... I don't know. What's yeah. the criminal ring? But, mm. but maybe uh. that's just born out in some general fear that people have of yeah people being different yep yep okay well we'll have updates yeah hey um so i have a couple of things i want to say okay um do they have feelings no okay good no well kind of i mean i i want to make a public apology why well, so last time I asked you about your favorite fruit, and I think you said blueberry and strawberry. Yeah, it was a hard question. Yeah. Yeah, and I only ask the hard questions. <laughs> and and I came down on you very critically of your answer on blueberries and strawberries. Yeah. And And you didn't deserve that. Thank you. I mean, maybe you could have come up with another answer, but blueberries and strawberries if those are your favorite fruits that's fine what are your favorite fruits peach a fresh peach off of the tree why it's delicious there's nothing finer than a fresh peach off the tree i don't know if that's a good reason but okay okay <laughs> Touche. <laughs> and i made a note here too uh-huh. you asked me my favorite chemical element mm-hmm. and why mm-hmm and I forgot the most important reason why. Why? So my answer was mercury. Yeah. And the reason I like it especially is because its emission spectrum, the color that it glows when its gas is under an electric mm-hmm. potential, high voltage. Yeah. It glows this bright um, kind of electric blue. Ooh. It's very pretty. It matches the bow tie I wore as a ring bearer when I was five at someone's wedding that I don't remember. And (laughs) the colors that make up that blue, none of them are blue. Oh, cool. There's an orange and a lime green and a purple, I think. Mm. So it's like, I just, I just really like that emission spectrum. That's cool. And it happens to be of mercury, and mercury's cool too. So there's yeah. my amendments to my pre to our previous episode. Good job. Thanks. Did you have any amendments you wanted to make, or any other comments, or or, or updates? Um, I don't think so. How's the how's the coffee shop learning? new revelations or other things you want to let the world in on it's good awesome uh yeah i get to make myself coffee every day that's pretty good and make other people coffee which is fun and great conversation about the weather yeah i really really enjoy your descriptions (laughs) of people's conversations about the weather or what the price of gas yeah. Well, it's like 
I don't know. It's like they think that that they're like coming up with this new found idea when it's 97 degrees outside and they're like, geez, it's hot. Yup. Yep. That's what people are like. And then they get a hot latte. Yeah. (laughs) They're just weird that way. Yeah. Huh. Because it's just so comforting. And gee, I just, I just can't help myself because it's just, it just tastes so much better than an ice drink. And I got, yeah. Yeah. Well, and you just serve them with a smile and Mm -hmm. yeah, it, it charges the exact same amount. So yeah. 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 Iced is easier to make, but that's fine. doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, only by like 2%. You, uh, you have a very good coffee barista demeanor. Thank you. I've, I've, I've found, I've appreciated (laughs) when I've seen you there behind the counter. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, on to today's episode. Do you want to explain what our idea was? Um, yeah. So we thought that this is a father-son podcast, so we should review father and son duos. Yeah. These are all, um, fictional, right? Yes. In stories. Yeah. So I think, I imagine this, we had some kind of, we had a moment of of what we thought was brilliant brilliance and so we'll just have to see if it really plays off as brilliantly as we thought what was our moment of brilliance well i don't i don't know at some moment in the car or something we just kind of came upon this idea of reviewing father-son relationships and mm-hmm. movies and stories and stuff so we'll just see how that goes yeah okay so i've got four and you've got four yes and i thought i would go first because because you said yours are bad yeah well the first one certainly is (laughs) so that the one it's this iconic one um uh the song cats in the cradle oh yeah cats in the cradle and silver spoon little Little boy Boy blue Blue. and the man on the moon yeah that's a really sad song it's a it's a and i when i was a kid i used to think it was a really great song because mm-hmm. I mean it's a good song do you think it is or is it just yeah. over the top um, kind of hyperbolic it's the story of the kid who, who always asks his dad to play and his dad can't play his dad never has time yeah and then <laughs> spoiler alert the, the kid the, grows up and is just like his just dad. just like his dad and doesn't have time for his dad. Yeah. No, yeah. I think it's that. Yeah, it's good. It's not my favorite song. Okay. But. Okay. Yeah. I get that song stuck in my head a lot. Right. Now I'm going to have it stuck in my head mm-hmm. for a long time. Uh-huh. When you're coming <laughs> home and I don't know when But we'll get together then, son You know we'll have a good time then Uh-huh, there you uh-huh. go Stuck in stuck in your head for the rest of the day Yeah Um. But that's all I had to say about that That father-son story 
is that that was it yeah it's just a it's just a song that gets stuck in my head yeah I think the rest of them are more interesting so are we done um, yeah do you have any questions about Cats in the Cradle by uh someone um is it Harry Chapin yeah I'll race you to it I've got all my other program notes oh shoot or I I looked it up in another no not Cat Steven yeah Harry Chapin yeah there's also an artist her name is Mary Chapin Carpenter I wonder if is she related to him oh it's also sung by like Johnny Cash and stuff oh yeah like, I think that's a bad version you don't like Johnny Cash oh I love Johnny Cash <laughs> but Johnny Cash doesn't need to cover other people's songs People should cover Johnny Cash's songs. Yeah. That's just my feeling. Oh, we don't have that. We don't have That's just, that's my opinion. Okay. Okay. My first one is a classic. Yes. And also a spoiler, but it's a spoiler from like 30 years ago. Oh, okay. I think I know which one this is. This one is Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so let's see. That would be 19, like 1980, early 80s that Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Wow. Oh, holy smokes, really? (laughs) Yeah. So if you're not aware, (laughs) if this is the podcast (laughs) that uh, reveals to you that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. Yeah, and you're over the age of like seven. Then. Yeah. Even if yeah. So hopefully that wasn't a surprise. Okay, so yeah. what's notable about this as a father-son story? Um. Well, it's not a very healthy father-son relationship. <laughs> right. But. It's also very classic and, well, classic in a filmmaking sense. Okay. Not in the, like... Not in... Oh, I've discovered that you're my father when I'm in a lightsaber duel. Yeah. And you cut and, off my And you've, you're literally torturing me. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, like, I don't know. That's kind of, like, the big, like, whoa moment. Yeah. Of that franchise yes yeah I, I I remember seeing that and being all surprised <laughs> of course I was like 10 but yeah 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 that was a big uh, that was a big cinematic event mm-hmm. yeah and now and now it's used that phrase like I am your father mm-hmm. is used in all kinds of things yeah Including a mug that you got me. Yeah. It says... Dad, Dad. you are my father. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is... Which I got love. you, like, when I was, like, 12 or something. Really? It feels like it was just yesterday. I don't know. It feels like a long time ago to me. Yeah. Well, a bigger percentage of your life than mine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is an excellent... Um, uh, and sorted and 
bad father-son relationship. Yeah. Until the very, 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 very end. It works out. Yeah. 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 They help each other out. Yeah. Every time we watch Star Wars with mom, she just goes, oh, Anakin's story is just so sad. Like, that's the saddest story ever. I wonder if it is. It's definitely like sad, yeah. It's a sad story, but I don't know if it's the saddest story. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Anakin and Darth... Maybe Darth Vader is a bad father. I mean, that's subjective. Who's mm-hmm. to say if he's really a bad father? But maybe he just didn't have a good role model. He didn't. Well, but he had Obi-Wan. That's true. And Obi-Wan was there when since he was like a kid yeah so he didn't technically have a father but he had a father figure yeah who was a good guy yeah i can't argue with that yeah oh so huh but then also he kills his father figure so also not a great relationship right so there's some maybe counseling would be in order Mm-hmm. I don't know if they had counseling in a galaxy far, far away a long, long time. Yeah, I don't know. They kind of skirted that issue. Yeah. There were some they, some issues. They'd probably just put you in a tank of liquid and then just wait for you to get better. Right. That's the way. Like, I kind of like that, fixing you up. Like, just soak in a, <laughs> a liquid goo and then come out and you're all better later. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But it doesn't heal the inside, just the outside. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, anything else to say about that? No. Do you have anything else? No, well, we could go on and on, I think. Yeah. I think one of the first questions I asked you on the podcast is if Darth Vader was a villain or a, or, or misunderstood or a hero or something. And we had... Yeah. We We've... I go back and forth on that one. Yeah. Yeah. He He's an anti-hero. I think that's fair. I think you you always said he's complicated. Yeah. Which is what I like, my excuse for characters who are evil <laughs> in some way. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of, Zebras. of evil... <laughs> Speaking of zebras is a Speaking of zebras. That's a it's a throwback to Cousin Sam. Cousin Sam. Another Sam. When he was like two. Yeah. Oh what a good story. Yeah. For another time. For another time. (laughs) But speaking of father son relationships Uh gone sour with with dark dark undertones throughout. Yeah. My next choice is Finding Nemo. Oh, which isn't is the opposite of dark undertones. That's a sweet story. It is a sweet story <laughs> about a of dad clownfish who isn't very funny. <laughs> he has one joke and nobody ever gets it. Yeah, which is actually pretty spot on. Quintessential father. Yeah, dad joke. Yeah. But, but the, well, if you're unfamiliar with the story, the, 
the the clownfish get basically get separated and the dad is trying to find the kid in the giant ocean mm-hmm. and in the process the, they both discover themselves yeah is that is that a good summary yeah the dad is overly paranoid about his son because he lost his fish wife and his thousands which i think fish would just call wife with his wife yeah. his, <laughs> hey fish wife <laughs> his yeah and and there are thousands of other egg children yeah. to a barracuda except for nemo yeah and then so he's he's very scared of the open ocean the dad is the yeah the dad is yeah. nemo is not yeah marlin which is very it sounds like a, a standard story that has been told generation after generation yeah it all spoiler it all works out yeah it's very good and they recognize they both grow and learn to love each other even more yeah and it's good yeah and good enough that they're sequels i think just one sequel okay yeah the finding dory mm-hmm. okay Which i controversially liked finding nemo better that's controversial uh, i don't know I mean, maybe isn't that, isn't that obvious i don't know that people like shouldn't you like finding nemo better i think at one point anna said she liked finding dory better oh but well that's why i I'm don't know if that's still this with case. you and not with her <laughs> <laughs> right in if you disagree that Finding Nemo is the better. I think I think it's So we're gonna get no emails. Right. I think like you always go with like the sequel's never as good as the No, except for Frozen Two. But they're both still very good movies. So I th- I thought <laughs> I thought Frozen was actually a better movie than Frozen Two. Oh, interesting. Uh huh. We're gonna get some hate mail from your sister on this one. Probably. Yeah. Well, <laughs> So much for our listener. <laughs> okay. One seventh of our listener population is yeah. now gone. Well, it could grow with these controversial debates here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my next one is a similar kind of story. Yeah. Um, not technically related father and son duo, but um, Carl and Russell from Up. Oh, not necessarily related because... Carl and Russell are not are not re- techni- are not related. Yeah, by blood. So how did you come to this idea that they should be part of your father son uh, picks for episode fifteen? Well, it's a old man and a young boy. Sure, so you can relate to it. <laughs> no, no, no uh, but yeah, but um, like it's. Like a caretaker figure because they're lost. Well, they're stuck in South America together uh-huh. and they got to figure out a way to get back. And then Carl, the old man also learns how to, how to sacrifice his old life and learn to love this new little kid and move on the, the, loss of his of his ellie yeah it's a very cute story yeah and 
he himself was never a biological father. Oh, yeah. And I'm flashing back to the, yeah, the lead up in this story. Yeah. He and his wife couldn't have children. Yep. Um, and Russell also doesn't have a dad. Or right. he did have a dad, but then. It's kind of an absent father. It's an absent like. figure. Yep. So. I've been, every once in a while, I just flash on a scene there and I think, oh, I need to watch that movie again. It's a good movie. Yeah. Have you watched it recently? Um, I showed it to my roommate last summer. Oh, that's I think. right. Because she, she had said, never this seen is it. the saddest thing ever. Um, initially, well, she, when we were starting off, like the first, like the opening 10 minutes or something. She was like, I thought you guys said that this was a happy movie. Uh-huh. I was like, it, yeah, just as a whole, it's a happy movie, not the individual parts. Um, right, especially yeah. the opening mm-hmm. setup. Yeah, and yeah, if, she if still doesn't. She doesn't really love that movie, oh. but well, but I love that movie, so that's yeah. okay. Well, maybe we'll, maybe we'll watch that. Maybe for your birthday. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a great one? That's a good one. Yeah. Well, since we're having sushi, we can't really watch Finding Nemo. Oh, <laughs> we're not having clownfish. <laughs> can see if it's. I doubt that's on the menu, huh? Probably, Probably not. Probably bony. Ew. I wonder if clownfish have funny bones. <laughs> they don't have arms. Yeah, it was a joke. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I think <laughs> I'm. Now I'm wondering, because I was noticing this in my, um, all of my picks, that I don't know why this is, and I don't know if this will bear out in your picks too, but the mom in each of these relationships is dead. Oh. (laughs) Oh, my next one isn't. Okay. My next two are, no, my last two don't, they both have living Okay. Because I realize, besides, I don't know where the mom is in the Cats in the Cradle song, but... Um, She's not mentioned. Right. So, but Finding Nemo, the mom dies. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other two... Yeah, the mom died in childbirth, or, or actually in one of them more tragically, but yeah, early in the kid's life. So apparently, like, mm-hmm. to have a big... The classic trope for a father-son relationship is to like kill off the mom at the beginning of the story, or yeah, the or not have story. her in the story very much. Or yeah, something. that's kind of a weird. It's interesting commentary, or why do? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, so I guess that could be improved upon. Yeah, fathers are only present if the mom is it's dead. Not. <laughs> yeah. So my next one is uh, is the father's son in Cormac McCarthy's The Road. Mm, I haven't read that yet. Yeah, we've talked about it. Yeah. I, th- I think when we were talking about doing book reviews, maybe that's what kind of instigated the idea of doing father's son. Um, it's the charming story of... Mm-hmm. Um, a walk. Of a, a long walk across uh, the post-apocalyptic landscape of North America, mm-hmm. uh, father and son trying to avoid cannibals and other characters 
that would do harm. Yeah, as you do. Yeah, and and trying to find some some better life. Yeah. And the the father trying to protect his son, the whole long walk. That's good. Yeah, and they have to scavenge for food and you know avoid the cannibals and avoid other unsavory characters. Yeah. I'd tell you how it ends, but then it would spoil it. This is one I don't want to spoil. Okay. Yeah, I keep meaning to read it, but I keep meaning to read a lot of things. Yeah, me too. So. It's not a pleasant read, but it's not. Um, it's hard to put down. Mm-hmm. I don't read a lot of pleasant books. Right. Yeah, I think you <laughs> you you genuinely like this one. Okay. And it's a fast read. I like that. It's um, Cormac McCarthy is hard to read, mm-hmm. and everything else I've read of him, but this is actually easy reading. I don't know how he he switched it up like this. Mm. So yeah, father son walk, and <laughs> my favorite scene or my most memorable scene is them scavenging. I think through an old pantry or supermarket, and the dad finds an old can of Coca-Cola and the kid gets to taste, you know, some flat tepid Coca-Cola for the first time. And it's like this, an amazing experience. Yeah. But also there's cannibals. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fun outing for the, for the father's son. Yeah. Okay. What's your next one? Um, my next one is, uh, George and Peter Bailey from it's a wonderful life. Oh, yeah. What? Why did you pick this one? Um. Well, I used to hate that movie. Okay. Um, because I didn't get it, and now I love that movie. Um, we watch it at Christmas time. Yep. And um. Yeah, it's a good story about um. Expectations and love. And money. <laughs> right. But the, most of the movie, we think of It's a Wonderful Life, and you think it's all about George Bailey. Yeah. But you're pointing out that it's... Peter Bailey may be the hero of the whole whole thing. Yeah. Well, though... Peter Bailey started the building and loan company, and George never wanted to do that, but... Yeah. ends up kind of having to in order to kind of save the town um, from a horrible, horrible man. Right. Um, and, yeah, like, greatly respects his dad, but then also, like, doesn't really want to do his work but ends up doing it because of his admiration for his father's business and stuff like that right and the and the character uh that's summed up in what peter bailey does Mm -hmm. yeah 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 it took me i think i didn't really appreciate the peter bailey character until yeah, well, Much he's later. only in it, like, two scenes or something. Yeah. Because he is gone. Yeah. 
but the mom is not gone. Right. The <laughs> mom didn't die. Uh, for the... How does the movie end? She doesn't die at the yeah, end. Yeah, she's still there at the end. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's not, like, in the house because she's traveling right. to see Harry. But. Right. Oh, yeah. And gets gets flown in and mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah. 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 Yeah, but Peter Bailey is a good example. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. And the mom's not dead. Yeah. Perfect. Wonderful. I'm trying to think of something else insightful to say or ask you. <laughs> when, like, we don't really know Peter Bailey, but, like, everything George does is influenced off of him, so we kind of know Peter Bailey, too. Yeah. Well, that's a good a good legacy for Peter Bailey to have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so my next one is... Oh, and, and the final one for me. Yeah. Is and I mentioned this in the last episode when you asked me about my favorite Roald Dahl book is mm. Danny Champion of the World. Yeah. Which is a story, father son, again, mother is out of the picture. She died in childbirth, I think. Mm-hmm. And and they live a an impoverished life. Yeah. Running a kind of I think a gas station service station, but in kind of a gypsy wagon. Yeah. And then there's this antagonist of the story who's rich and drives around Rolls Royce and owns this big pheasant um, sanctuary reserve that people go hunt in. And Danny's dad poaches those pheasants and the story continues from there as Danny discovers how that all goes and his dad gets hurt and... Danny kind of has to take up the, yeah, the legacy of being the criminal, mm-hmm. and and then they come up with a great plan for kind of getting their revenge on the the Rolls Royce guy, yeah, and stealing all the pheasants. Yeah, and it's yeah they're like not technically good people because they're stealing all of these pheasants, but it's yeah. also very intelligent and. And and it's Funny it's like a kind of like a Robin Hood like yeah it's, it's sure you're stealing but it's from it's kind of rebalancing everything mm-hmm. so you never really think oh it's good that they're poaching pheasants but you're rooting for them too yeah well and yeah and Danny loves his his dad yeah and looks up to his dad so much that. And he's just a kid, so you root for the kid. So by proxy, you root for the dad, too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, uh, yeah, it's just, a, I just find it a fun story. Mm-hmm. And I had forgotten, I, I actually prepped just a little bit and and reread a synopsis of the story mm-hmm. to remind myself. There's, um, there's a story that the dad reads to the son to mm-hmm. Danny that is the beginnings of Roald Dahl's BFG oh big friendly giant yeah yeah I love that book too so that book hadn't been written but there's like reference oh. to it before it had been written as a children's story that was being read to Danny wow 
So I thought that was really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So. Yes. Underappreciated book, Danny, the champion of the world. Yeah. About a criminal, (laughs) criminal (laughs) bearing of father and son. Yeah. But he's a good dad because he reads to his kid. That's how you tell. You can, you can (sighs) wave all other, um, uh, flaws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Read to your children. <laughs> Charming books like The Road. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or other adventures. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's my last one. My last one is someone, a pair we've talked about before uh-huh. on this podcast. Um, it, Johnny and David Rose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just telling some people about uh, the show, the movie Best in Show, and mm. then realized that Eugene, Eugene Levy, Levy and Catherine O'Hara, and that they're in it, and mm-hmm. and yeah, he's the guy with uh, two left feet. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's an excellent movie, and all those all of those mockumentaries with David Levy and Christopher Guest and Catherine O'Hara. They're wonderful. Eugene Levy. Eugene. Oh. Yeah, sorry. No, it's okay. I get them mixed up. David's the uh, David Daniel. Is, Daniel's the son. Daniel's the son. David is the character played by the son. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of a a real life. Right. Father son in both mm-hmm. both universes. Yeah. So why did you pick this one? Um. Well, it's one of my favorite shows. Uh, the show is Shit's Creek, in case you missed our last episode, uh-huh. or our third episode. Um, and yeah. they, um, yeah, so they were a very wealthy family, and then lost all of their money. Um, so um, it's kind of, yeah. Like they're they're they as a family are learning how to deal with um, changes in their life and not ha- from going from having everything to going to having nothing. But then also, especially the dad's part, Johnny, um, learning that he did really miss out on a lot of his kids' life lives. And uh-huh. like wanting to have more stuff to do with them and stuff, and so started off as a not great relationship, and then still has a rocky road, but then grows into a. It's like a it, functioning relationship. Yeah, well, in and, and a a really good relationship mm-hmm. in the in the grand scheme of relationships, and as that show develops. Yeah, like going from wanting to get away from each other to being sad about leaving each other right yeah and lots of things in between Mm -hmm. it's like it's like the song cats in the cradle (laughs) (laughs) but with a good ending yeah it's not exactly it's not really like that but um that just flashed in my head as you were talking about the, the start of that relationship yeah. And as they seem like genuinely, I hope it's true that they seem like genuinely good 
people who are mm-hmm. kind to each other and lo- and kind to lots of other people in general. Yeah. Like mm, just that's that my way. impression. Yeah. Especially, well, I think both of them. Mm-hmm. But Daniel Levy is more on the social medias. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. And yeah, he's good on Part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I also think, like, Johnny and David don't have a very conventional relationship of, like, typical father and son stuff. But, like, there are no George and Peter Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or or Luke and Anakin. Oh, yeah. But, like, yeah. I, they're more individual characters before a duo and then they become more of a duo while still being individual characters. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. They're but, very different people. Yeah. Yeah. I can't see. Well, that's not true. So I was going to say, I can't see David following in his dad's footsteps to take over the building and loan. <laughs> but in a way, kind of does that. Like starting he, Rose Apothecary. Yeah, he continues the Rose Empire kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it is a similar kind of story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also the mom is alive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what a great, a great twist on father-son relationships that yeah. the mom can still be alive. And present. Yeah. And like well. have a relationship with, well, have a relationship with Johnny in the beginning and then also growing to have relationships with her children. Yeah. 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 That's another great character. Mm-hmm. All right. Good examples. Thanks. I bet there's others that we're not thinking of. Probably. Yeah. I'm looking over at the bookshelf like, oh, look, there's a bunch of books there. But yeah. Some of them have fathers and sons in them too. Or uh-huh. figures like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of a, there's a pile of John McPhee books there, and in a, a later book of his, he writes about uh, visiting his dad and telling about fishing and stuff. Mm. That's a sweet story, um, and I think a true story. I was looking up at the Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had mentioned that as a possible mm-hmm fatherly kind of relationship between well who did you have in mind i was thinking bilbo and frodo yeah who is bilbo i think is his is frodo's uncle or something uh-huh but they live together and yeah frodo follows in his footsteps a bit yeah you don't think gandalf is a father figure um or just a different he disappears all the time yeah you know, cats in the cradle. So maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They come in all forms. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad. I thought this was a good collection. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet, um, like three people will be really interested in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thanks for taking the time out of your birthday to record. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, any other last words? Cool. Um, no. Okay. 
keep your feelings inside. Yeah, you too. I think you usually I say that first. Yeah, I won. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> keep your feelings inside too. Thanks. And we'll uh, we'll talk again soon. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye bye.